This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, today we are talking about and been getting lots of reaction on the topic of hospital parking. Now, we've heard about this controversy for years now because people just don't feel like it's fair. It feels like they're being hit when they're already down. You're either in the hospital or you're visiting a loved one in the hospital and you have to worry about getting a parking ticket. It just seems like too much, right? Just too much piling grief upon grief in some cases. Well, there has been a BC man who's been spearheading a campaign against pay parking at hospitals around the province. And he's put together some numbers. And he says those numbers show that we're paying more than ever. We wanted to talk more about this and find out what kind of numbers they have. So John Buss is with us now, the lead volunteer for the hospitalpayparking.ca advocacy group. John, thank you very much for joining us. Hi, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. Listen, how did you get started in this? Well, I wanted to uh, do something good for the community. I wanted to uh, get involved with an issue I thought um, could use some of my talents uh, in business and also uh, do some good uh, so as a volunteer. You know, there's a lot of folks that have been complaining about this for a long time. It's been in the media for, I guess, forever. Oh, yeah, years. Uh, across the country. And it just, no one was really taking ownership of the problem. And uh, I realized there was an opportunity to see if I could uh, do something to help. Now, you dug up some numbers. How did you dig those numbers up? Where did you get this information from? They're posted on the uh, the websites for all the health authorities. Uh, they're mandated to post their financials every year. And it's a fiscal year, so we're dealing March 31st. And they usually come out about this time. And mm-hmm. I wanted to see how things had changed since the last fiscal year. And uh, concerned that these revenues from pay parking are, are only going up. They should be going away. Oh, okay, yeah, there just seems to be from the numbers you've collected anyway that shows that they're just making more money than they ever have been. Yeah, unfortunately, there was a quietly put together contract uh, that was um, signed in January this year, and I released it uh, through the, the website hospitalpayparking.ca. And it got fair attention because it has some significant changes to how British Columbians uh, will pay for parking at public hospitals. Uh, the control entrances, we've all seen the gates, people in there taking money. Uh, that's going away. That's mandated in the contract to, to go away. And what's happening, these machines where you guess your time and prepay, oh, and yeah. you probably have other things on your mind, I would imagine. Uh, most people would think it's reasonable when you go to a hospital. And uh, that just uh, brings in more violation revenue, and all of that goes uh, to uh, the uh, the contractor uh, mainland, it's uh, it's in park and on the island. Robbins Parking, I should say, Robbins Parking do split some of it with Island Health. Right. So that's the problem I think people have is like, where is this money going? So they collect all this revenue, but who's benefiting the most from that revenue? Then, John. Well, clearly, it's not patients and their supporters. I mean, the whole idea is about making profit. It's not about healthcare. That's the problem. That's the fundamental problem with pay park at hospitals. People are not of sound mind often when they go to a hospital. And when you go to a hospital and you pay, uh, rather you, you park in the parking lots, you're agreeing to a contract. And that fine print is located on the signage that the contractor will place around the parking lot telling you, by parking here, you're giving up this right and this right. We have this right and this right. So it makes it difficult to really argue with that at a time in need when, or when you're going to visit someone. Uh, it's kind of like those warnings on medications, you know, don't operate heavy machinery, yeah. uh, don't go to a legal contract. You are entering into a legal contract when you park your car at a hospital. Uh, and that's got to go. We, yeah. we, can, we, can, we can do better. We can use technology. Uh, there's ways that can be done, and it's being done in other hospitals right. around the world that used to have um, 
pay parking. Yeah, let's talk about that. The better ways to do this because I was thinking about the technology aspect because it seems like people get a ticket by default, right? They can't update or they need more time and it's so difficult for them to do that. Meanwhile, you know, you can get a City of Vancouver app and it's a great app where you can do it all on your phone and it doesn't matter where you are, you can essentially plug your meter. Why don't they have better technology? Well, I think uh, Impark, for example, I think they do have an app and and, and that's great, uh, but it's not great given the context. Who wants to check right. their phone when they're in receiving care in a True. hospital? You're interacting with, with doctors, nurses, professionals that are there to do a really important job. This is something that should not be on the minds of people in a hospital, period. So then how do we do it better? Like, what kind of technology do you think would make this better? Yeah, we've got some suggestions on our website. It's local technology. Uh, companies right here in the Vancouver area operate in um, parking lot data. Um, they they, they have all sorts of uh, ways of tracking who's in the lot, uh, should they be there. It's like a triaging of vehicles. Um, there's a registration process, obviously, for those that go to the hospital. Uh, and for those that are patients, this could easily be automated. It's done so City of Surrey, City Hall, for example. Great example there of how to do it properly. Um, there's all sorts of ways that are low cost, very, very effective, and are in use. This is This is tried technology. It's local technology. It's just a matter of cutting the addiction yeah. to the easy revenue. And until that happens, we're going to see more of this. Let's talk about the easy revenue then. Uh, g- tell us about the amount of money. Let's start with Fraser Health because that's a big one. How much yeah. money does Fraser Health rake in from pay parking? Uh, they rake in, well, they raked in $15.4 million in fiscal 2019. That Whoa. was a half million up from a year earlier. More, they made more money year over year, half a million dollars more. Half a million bucks, yep. One year, one fiscal year. Okay, that's a lot of money. And the reason why I started with Fraser Health here, John, is because next up we're talking about uh, Coastal Health, which is like Vancouver Coastal Health, which you yeah. think would be more money because it's in Vancouver, parking is expensive. But how much yeah. money do they make off parking? Well, they made uh, $5.7 million in the last year, and it's significantly less for, for the others compared to Fraser. I think Fraser Health uh, has a few more facilities. Um, they, they also have, um, I think, a different uh, rate scheme going. But uh, to account for the difference, um, it would require some information that's not made public. Right, because I'm curious about that, is how you can have these two big health authorities, Vancouver you yeah. know, versus Fraser Health, and such a huge, almost a $10 million discrepancy in parking revenue. Yeah, it's a great question. And unfortunately, we're only able to access information that's made public, and we're dealing with a public body, so and what, what they make public, we've got to go on. Let's talk about then Island Health, where they are also making big bucks off parking. Yeah, they've brought in $8.15 million, and that was up about a quarter million from the previous year. Um, still about double the rate of inflation, uh, still not acceptable, but, uh, um, you know, that wasn't a, a huge increase. I, I think the, the next two we're going to get to is really where the eyebrows are being raised at the you, interior. Let's in talk Northern. about interior and Northern Health then. Tell me about those. Yeah, well, we saw a 13% increase in parking, pay parking revenues at Interior Health. And uh, I, there was a quote from the CEO uh, Interior Health uh, last year in December that uh, pay parking, it's always on our radar. We're very uh, cognizant of that uh, revenue method. And uh, yeah, she wasn't kidding around. Um, they, they, they certainly have uh, done well no <laughs> in exploiting patients and, and their supporters. But you know, the big one, which is a little unusual, I think, is Northern Health, uh, where that's among the most rural parts of the province. Uh, 45% increase in one year. I can't explain it. <laughs> I, I guess, so they went from seven hundred and thirteen thousand yeah. dollars a year in twenty eighteen to collecting more than a million dollars in twenty nineteen. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, I I can't explain that. Um, like why uh, or how facilities. how that increased? Like, are they charging more? Or what's going on? Why are we having pay parking in, in areas that are yeah. very rural? I mean, it's just a proof that this is about the money. It's not a health um, oriented uh, system. It, it's a profit oriented system, and this has no place in publicized public medicine. It's socialized medicine. We spread all the costs to everyone, to all taxpayers. Yeah. This is a user fee. Is there a way, do you think, John, to adjust the system? Uh, so, you know, people are saying that if under certain circumstances you shouldn't pay. Maybe if you're just visiting somebody, you could pay. Like, is there a way to make the system that nuanced? Yeah, I, I think it is. I, I think it's going to come down to technology. And there's lots of really smart people that uh, work in the administration, in the health authorities, that, that have the resources, uh, people, and, and technology to figure this out. I mean, should we have some payment methods? Maybe look at the city of Burnaby, city of Surrey. Those two cities went to uh, two-hour free. So you, you don't pay for the first two hours. And that's helped for a lot of people, particularly visitors. Um, and visitation is really good, by the way. There's a lot of science that stipulate or that, that proves that uh, having visitors in a hospital is, is really good for health outcomes. Right. So we need the visitors. Um, but we, we also then can charge after that. If you want to stay a little extra, um, then you'll pay. And it should be a, a fair fee. Uh, anyone that's receiving care, I mean, we just cannot... I don't think it's conscionable to, to charge people that are receiving care in hospital. Right. And if there's an issue with the vehicle being left for weeks and weeks because it was a serious issue, we can work with the family, we can work with the, the supporters to, to deal with that rather than towing it uh, and, right. and ticketing it. That, that's not necessary. You make a good point, though, because other people have pointed out, like, if we make the parking free, uh, you're just going to get people who, like, work at the hospitals and clogging up all the parking. Yeah, well, we we always said it cannot be a free-for-all. That just will not work. We have to discriminate. Uh, and we can discriminate at a hospital because it, it, it's fair. Staff, patients, and those that support patients. Nobody else. It's that simple. Right. Easy. And two hours free kind of helps with that, right? Because then if you're staff, you're not going to park there. Yeah, well, staff parking has been right. We've never advocated for staff parking. That is an employer-employee relationship issue. We have stayed clear from that. But obviously, there must be proper, safe facilities for staff. It's a no-brainer. We're advocating for patients and their supporters. And the two-hour parking at Surrey, it's not a lot of stalls, it's about, a, about 103, I think, but it's a big help. And when we sat down with Mayor Burnaby, um, he, you know, him and his council were very receptive to the idea, and, and they passed it a few months ago. And, and I think it'll help people that visit Burnaby General on Kincaid Street that has now uh, had the meters removed, and it's two-hour free for, for visitors to the hospital. That helps. It also brings up the inventory numbers, too, for the available spots right. for people at a hospital without, without charge. But, That's another big uh, key, yeah issue there. Yeah, we're, we're, we're making progress. All right. Well, John, thanks so much for talking to us about it. It's my pleasure. Appreciate that. That's John Buss, lead volunteer for the hospitalpayparking.ca advocacy group.